Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season 2, Episode 13. And if you're on the YouTube version, you might see our guest here at the bottom. But before we get to him, this podcast is presented by Prime Wex Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. I'm your host, Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And this is going to be a fun show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited. Bailey, just real quick, how are you doing today? I, so I feel like I'm a little starstruck right now. <laughs> um, it, like, I, I feel like I have like the same feeling that I had with Minter. I don't know. Like I I've been super excited for this episode um, with all the kind of stressors going on in my life lately. Like this has definitely been something I've been looking forward to for a while. So I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, doing good. I know. I know you messaged me the first time after I had Wallet on the our <laughs> guest on the first time, which I think I just gave it away. But what, everyone, everyone is coming on. It's all right. I know you're kind of like I can't believe I missed the episode with you having him on. I'm like, don't worry. In the future, it's probably going to happen. But no, I'm doing good. Uh, just first day of training camp. Hockey's officially back. So thank goodness, no more waiting. It's now just all right. Let's see what happens. But you know what? Let's just get to our guest. He's the time out to come talk to us. An amazing guy. It's just I'm really excited to have the Carolina Hurricanes team reporter and editorial content producer, the man himself, Walt Ruff. Walt, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. Thanks to y'all for having me back on again. Second time appearance. I appreciate it. No, of <laughs> yeah. course, definitely. I know. I know it's a lot of a little bit different because I know if we didn't have you on the video the first time, so a lot of people got to miss like the first initial show with you on. But now we got you on the second one and. Uh, you're in an interesting location for this one, for uh, this show. I am. Well, first, I'm going to say that the audio-only version is probably going to get better ratings because you chose to put this on camera. <laughs> oh, be oh, quiet. Sir. <laughs> Coming to you live from press row, as you oh, all can fantastic. see behind me there, the PNC Arena Ice, which got its first official workout, two workouts this morning, uh, two groups of players out there. So, yes, happy first day of training camp to the both of you. It's a very exciting day we are finally back in hockey season and uh although it was a short summer it still felt long at times right but now here we are right back in the mix yeah Yeah. for sure so yeah so if anyone's not watching the youtube version you better get on it because we just got a great view of (laughs) the press row and of course you get to see where all the great photos from the season from walt's perspective comes out every game which is just absolutely phenomenal great stuff but I have to say that 25th anniversary logo on the ice, oh, that looks so clean. So great. It does. It looks pretty good. And I'm, you know, 
I'm obviously biased, but I, I think <laughs> there's a lot of things that it has going for it. And I, I hope the fans, when they finally get to see it as well, I know some did this past weekend with the prospect mm-hmm. showcase, but I hope when everybody gets to see it, that they enjoy it because I think it's a really nice touch. Obviously you can only do it for one year. Right. So right, yeah. um, team did it and I, I think it looks good. Oh, I'm just, sure. I'm super excited too. Cause I have not stepped foot in PNC arena since January of 2020. And wow. I will be officially back uh, cause I live in Colorado. So I'll be back uh, for the uh, stadium series and I'm attending the Montreal game that Thursday beforehand. So I'll be able to step foot in PNC arena again. It's going to be so cool seeing it in person. That'll be great. You picked a really good week to come because I know our marketing staff is really excited. That's not only, you know, everybody looks at it as stadium series, like the game, but it's really going to be a whole week of festivities mm-hmm. got oh, yeah. a lot of stuff coming out that we're really excited to announce so i think you picked a really good time i'm super excited any any details that you can potentially spoil <laughs> <laughs> i probably shouldn't but <laughs> way, to, way to go bailey way to put the beer on the spot <laughs> i like it that's how you get scoops that's how you get the inside details i mean yeah um, for sure <laughs> i probably almost said something i shouldn't but oh, um no no, no <laughs> I, i'm sure hopefully we'll get to talk again when when all the information goes public but i know there's a ton of work going on with our executives and you know higher level folks the nhl has been in town pretty regularly talking about the stadium series and what type of events that the team and in conjunction with them, they want to put on and it should be some really cool stuff. I mean, this is what the league likes to do, right? This is a marquee event for the league and Mm -hmm. every time they do it, they want to make it better than the year before. So, um, so far it sounds like that's going to be the case for Raleigh. And, um, I would say February can't get here soon enough, but I guess we should, we should stay in the moment. (laughs) We don't need to rush post all-star break festivities right i mean you'll have your work cut out for you anyway so (laughs) take it step by step (laughs) exactly that's a really good point yeah because the fact we got fans on the field for the first time for this game so that's gonna be really interesting to see how that's gonna work out you know with all the tickets finally went on sale for the season ticket holders and we got a lot more stuff coming on in october and the general mission and all that too but Going back to like just being in the barn for the first time with the new ice, I know I'll be there opening night in a couple weeks, so I'm really excited for that. That's my first home opener, I want to say at least a couple decades. So it's going to be nice being back to doing that as well. But uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. But while well, I have to ask you, when you saw the jersey release for the new alternates, the modern throwback as we're calling it, what were your first thoughts when you saw that? Because those things are so clean. I think they're pretty cool. I mean, I didn't have any objection to the red uniforms as they were. Mm-hmm. But as it was stated both in the press release and the article, I think, you know, people have taken a liking to the black uniforms, right? So yeah. it made sense naturally to go with those as the primaries. Um, but then to kind of put that past meets present version on the reds is it's really cool. Uh, the silver really makes it pop in a way that you almost kind of, I, I don't know, maybe again, I have to be honest with myself because somebody, you know, I grew up a Philadelphia Flyers fan, so I'd probably be more versed in Flyers jersey history as opposed to Canes. But the silver brings back an element that you almost didn't realize how much it was. I don't want to say needed either, because, mm-hmm. again, the reds were great. But when yeah. you see the silver, you're like, wow, that looks really good. And so, yeah. um, you know, initial reaction has been good from the fan base and uh yeah, so far so good in the 25th anniversary festivities. I know, yeah, because because that's the they were actually the silver was like that for the 050607 jersey. So that's kind of a nice added touch. They kind of brought those back because I know there was the 
other ones like 07 to 08, they kind of went to just like the matte style silver by now. The original sparkle silver that they had for those jerseys were like 2002 to 06-esque type stuff. So it's really cool. They kind of like just brought the whole thing back, the fonts back Mm -hmm. and all that great stuff. And uh, They really took throwback and ran with it. Yeah. (laughs) Original OG alternate logo and everything, the font style, the the more boldened version of the uh, warning flags at the bottom. It's just so nice. And uh, I did get kind of a confirmation from Mike Foreman himself that uh, they're going to try to work on adding the apostrophes for Brenda Moore's name on the jerseys on the website and hopefully in the stores too. So I might have to get my all-time favorite hurricane on a jersey. So I'm really, really excited for that. But Walt, are you going to try to get one of these jerseys? Or is there a certain player or name where you're just going to just go with Walt or Ruff? Like, <laughs> well, what's the plans for you with these uh, Take jerseys? Take a page out of Minter's book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think I'll let that one to him. I, I, you know, I hadn't really thought that far ahead, to be honest. Um, I am excited for, you know, with getting them on the website and, you know, just seeing the interest form and those racking up. I'm excited. You know, I wish we had them in stock right now so everybody oh could goodness. get them. But um October time, yeah everybody will be able to get them i'm excited for everybody to be able to get them <laughs> and um i'll let everybody else get theirs and maybe that i'll make up my mind by who i would want to get yeah. no it's totally understandable but, but backtracking before all of this i know we got all other stuff to talk about but how was your off season because i know last time i talked to you was during the rangers hurricane series and uh we were kind of hoping there would be no extra interviews super quick. Hope you get a longer stretch and you maybe talk a little bit more, but unfortunately it is what it is. But like, what was it like for you, you know, going through the extra interviews and then going through like your off season? I know you went on vacation for a little bit too. So like, how was all that for you? It was good. It was, it felt short. I will be honest. It did not feel like a very long summer. Um, it did you know, didn't get to spend too, too long away. I was very fortunate to get to go up to Pennsylvania to see some family and friends for a long weekend, but um yeah between exit interviews going to montreal for the draft that was probably one of the highlights that was really cool oh yeah for Um, sure. getting to go there and then free agency the next week and then we had development camp so you know there really wasn't a whole lot of downtime to be honest but that's okay because (laughs) i feel like that'll definitely help it feel short because i know for us fans who have nothing else to do it felt like a lifetime (laughs) yeah definitely and Exactly. I think it was only something like 114 days from today to, you know, the first day of training camp. And that's really not that long, especially when you put all those events together. So uh, short, but we we are right back at it and uh, looking forward to, you know, what will now be about nine consecutive months of some more hockey. So it's never a bad thing for sure. (laughs) Right. And like kind of saying today, first day of training camp, uh, what are your kind of first thoughts seeing everybody out on the ice? Uh, it was, you know, it was funny when they were getting back to the ice, it was like, wow, okay, we're really doing this. We're back. <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those things like, you know, training camp's coming, it's coming. And then all of a sudden you get, see guys start filing out of the tunnel and it's like, Oh, okay, this is actually happening. <laughs> um, so it was cool. It was, there's obviously a lot of guys here right now. Um, mm-hmm. I believe 47 skaters, six goaltenders, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Two skaters in Ryan Suzuki and Kevin Fitzgerald, who we will maybe not see throughout the course of camp, maybe Suzuki a little bit later. Um, he's dealing with an upper body injury. But yeah, just to have everybody back in, in two groups and on the ice, seeing all the coaches out there. And it's funny, we're so accustomed to seeing just Rod, Jeff Daniels, Tim Gleason, 
uh, Paul Sean Felder. Well, today you've got the development coaches. You've got Brock Shea and the AHL head coach. So we're looking out there at one point, and there's like 10 coaches on the ice. <laughs> you've already got a full slate of players, and then that amount of coaches as well. It was a, a very busy morning. Oh, I can imagine. So, like, was there – was there anyone in particular kind of like stood out to you or you just kind of like, okay, a lot of guys, <laughs> too many to watch. Like what was like, was there anyone that kind of stood out to you? Well, so what I'll say is, you know, if you look at the breakdown of the groups, the first group, which I guess they're going with C1 and C2. I know in the past mm-hmm. Rod has gone with like grit and determination as, as group names, but um, C1 has a lot of NHL experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Every single skater has NHL experience. The only player on the group that doesn't is Patrick Hammer and he had his you know welcome to the NHL practice moment this morning as well if you will they did um you know occasionally periodically throughout practice Rod will blow the whistle and some he picked somebody to go in like a shootout style and Aho went against Hammerla and Sebastian Aho won that battle but I digress <laughs> And, you know, I'm I'm very curious to see the second group. Honestly, I do have a strong affiliation for guys who are, you know, on the bubble, if you will. Guys who have proven themselves in the American League but are just looking for an NHL shot. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. you're looking at the second group. Um, someone who I'm keeping a close eye on, it's day one. It's, you know, easy to overreact. But right. don't sleep on the signing of Malte Stromwall. Mm-hmm. Um 19 AHL last year. It was kind of one of those signings that happened on like a Friday night in July. It's not a household name. Everybody's like, you know, okay, he'll be at camp, but he looked good today. I mean, he was really good in the skating. Again, I'm not going to get too far into it, but yeah, that second group with Stromwald, Zingle, Lane Peterson, guys like that. I mean, this time last year, Seth Seth Jarvis was in group two, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He played his way into group one. So um, those are the things that admittedly get me pretty excited this time of year because, you know, those storylines kind of start to develop and you see what transpires. So that's something I'll keep an eye on as we are now only five, six days away from the first preseason game. I know, which is just crazy because, like, looking at, like, the second roster, like you said, I mean, Lane Pearson, like, Maxime LaJoy, everyone knows how he, how he was in Chicago. I mean, if you go back to the prospect tournament, like Bobby Orr, he was always putting his name out there. I mean, Alexander Passion with a lacrosse goal, oh, that was just absolutely disgusting, just him doing that as well. And then, you know, looking at everyone else, I mean, um, Jameson Reese, he was all over the, you know, broadcast, like, fighting guys, like, twice as high. <laughs> yeah. he's, got, he's got fire, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, Blake Murray came out of nowhere to score two goals in a game that uh, – <laughs> Really made things interesting when it was like four two, then it was four four going into the overtime. It's like, all right, all right. But I was even vastly uh, Ponomarev. He really stood out to me through the prospect tournament as well. So, like, yeah, so there's there's so many names in that second group that you're kind of like, okay. I think that prospect showcase kind of helped out, like getting a lot of eyeballs on those guys that you would mm-hmm. never even think about. Totally, and, and we know who the core group is going to be for the Hurricanes oh, yeah. this year, right? Oh, yeah, like, sure. yeah. Nobody's going to be surprised. Sebastian Ajo, Tavo Teravainen, like you kind of know who's going to be the core group of like your top nine forwards. You know who the defense is going to be essentially outside of the last three. And so right. you're absolutely right. Those guys in that second group, like we asked Brock Shan about the tournament and he pointed out 
Panamarov as somebody who stood out to him. And you got to think that he could be a major player for Chicago this year. And I mean, again, I say that very preemptively because right. what if he completely lights up main camp and then all of a sudden we're having a conversation like we did with Seth Jarvis this time last mm-hmm. year. So oh, for sure, it's those sorts of things. Blake Murray, who um, was, I believe, the lone contracted player in Norfolk last year. And then you, you have to think that he's wanting to, at minimum, be in Chicago this year. So oh, yeah. things like that. It's it, a lot of storylines from that second group that, that do make things interesting. Because, again, we know what we know, but it's maybe what we don't know that's more interesting. Right. And yeah, that's where sure. my kind of question's coming into. We mentioned that there's not much surprise as far as at least the nine forwards and the two pairings is there have you guys gotten any glimpse of how they're gonna start deciding that third or those last three defensemen or is there what does that look like so far I will say I jotted down from my notes and I I had a couple people asking if I was gonna tweet the lines today too soon for that (laughs) Um, yeah Mike Mike Smith did a great job with that it's like it's too (laughs) soon it's day one at camp it's not that serious it's gonna change it's like it was just so great Exactly. And and I will say, admittedly, I asked my boss, I was like, do you like want me to put it out there? And he's like, no, 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 don't worry about that. And so I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But today game, they game had one, maybe a preseason. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to that next week. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had Coughlin and Chatfield together today and then Dehan working with Ethan Bear. But again, it wouldn't surprise me at all if those are mixed up tomorrow. So right. yeah, for sure. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, it definitely changes things too because everyone thought Jay Gardner was going to be back. Now he's going to be on LTIR, so that's probably going to shake a lot of things up too. Mm-hmm. I mean, doubt Calvin DeHaan, you know, play with the Kings before, but then like you said, we got Sheffield and you got everyone else. It's definitely going to make it very interesting, even with Coglin and Bear back. With Coglin now here and then Bear back, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Kings are going to do five, six, and seven for the for the defense. Like, do you think just having um, Gardner on LTR kind of changes the di- the dynamic of that defensive fight for those positions. It's hard to say, but it's a good problem to have, right? You know, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. As opposed to, you know, think about it this way: if Calvin DeHaan pushes for a spot, mm-hmm. and that's you know a potential curveball, like you said, he already has familiarity with the coaching staff. Mm-hmm system so it's not as if it's just you know this complete outsider who played his way into a roster spot he knows right. what's going on here so the way i look at it is it's a great problem to have you look at some of these names who may be on the outside looking in of you know maybe max lejoire or william Lagason. like if those guys go to chicago that's a really good if they're together one two or oh, yeah what two separate pairs so that's something that popped into my mind a couple couple times throughout the skates today is like no matter which way this shakes down chicago ahl should be really darn good again oh yeah oh for sure and i know that's what a lot of fans were kind of worried about given how free agency kind of shook out for chicago and it like it it made us kind of weary like these are the calder cup champions and the team looks totally different this year yeah yeah it's it's that's a great point bailey because Josh Levo moves on and goes to St. Louis, Andrew Podorowski in Seattle. And it's like, you know, oh my goodness. But then it's like, now wait a second. When you look at all the pieces who they have coming up to fill these spots, you just can't give Don Waddell and the hockey op staff enough credit because it's right. like, you know, yeah. you and I are thinking about step one, step two, and they're already on step 10. So, yeah, yeah right. 
it's, it's basically playing 4D chess while the rest of us are trying to figure out checkers for <laughs> exactly. sure. Exactly. So, like I said, so a lot of new faces also with the Hurricanes just outside of PTOs and stuff like that. You got Brent Burns, you got, like I said, Coglin, you got Andre Kasha. Like, with all the new guys that are kind of now with the Hurricanes, like, how are they looking? Like, do you think they're kind of like fitting in well with the team already early on? Or, like, what about those guys are kind of standing out to you? Like, even like Paul Stastny, which was like out of like, Left field. out of the blue out of the blue no one had that on the bingo card of like oh the hurricanes are gonna go get this guy like how how are those new guys kind of looking to you so you know, far after one after day one well what was really an eye-opener to me was that um for media policies this year they opened up the locker room whereas mm-hmm. in years past right. you know it would just be like okay we're gonna talk to rod slavin and Teravine, and today they would bring them to a podium down the hall in the yeah. media room and that's right. it that's who you got to talk to right today we got to walk in the room and it was really interesting to see the whole environment mm-hmm. um everybody was in a fantastic mood which was you know it's funny some guys uh, i don't want to misquote what rod said today but it was something like <laughs> you know we're all excited, but it's the first day of training camp after all. Like, we're all right. here to play hockey. Like, yeah. going through these grinding, like, hour-plus practices sometimes isn't the most glamorous thing in the world. Right. But in the room, everybody was in a great mood. Everybody seemed to be getting along. You know, you had guys mingling. They were all, you know, cracking jokes of stuff like, oh, the media's back and stuff like that. But- yeah, right, of course. <laughs> like, oh, great, these guys are back. <laughs> yeah, the sense of camaraderie in there was really strong. And I know – a lot of guys, like, we all know this isn't their first time skating together. A lot of them have been here for close to a month already skating together informally. So right, yeah. I think it speaks volumes about an organization when you have guys that do that. Especially, mm-hmm. like, I got to talk to Lane Peterson today. Um, he is somebody who, and he said himself, he's on the bubble. He's competing for a roster spot. And he got here over a month ago. You know, just trying to familiarize himself with the team, right. with the guys. Right. When you have guys that want to be here that early, I think that's huge. And I think that's oh, for sure. a lot I think of- it shows a lot, too. And I know just with my experience, maybe not with hockey, but just in sports in general, just going that extra mile, too, can say a lot about your passion for the game. And I know sometimes talent can't outweigh hard work and Absolutely. putting in that it, that determination and being there and wanting it like showing that you are there because you want to play NHL hockey. Totally. Yeah. And and then being around people who you want to be around too. Like they're not obligated to show up until I guess yesterday, but right. you know, they hear great things about the informal skates that, you know, guys like Jordan Stahl and Jacob Slavin lead. And so they want to get here. They want to be a part of that. And again, yeah. culture, culture within the locker room is it's a special thing here. Oh, for sure. Especially Brent Burns, too, coming in and just absolutely killing it in the gym already. I, like, <laughs> I, like, I heard like I heard he drove up in the RV from Texas. Yeah, I was like, yep, yeah, well, he's just he's just going to come and bring that whole like group with him as well. And it's just, like you seeing him. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. My name is Joanne. This is my father. I know what's happening with my body. I won't be able to take care of myself. 
When the time comes to get more support for your parents, CARE can help you find qualified caregivers nearby. What would help me is if there could be somebody there that could check in on you. I realize I have to do it. The best decisions are made with CARE. Find help for your mom or dad at CARE.com. In Carolina, you're kind of like, okay, this is going to be fun because you're bringing Brent Burns' personality to Carolina, mm-hmm. and obviously he's going to fit in really well here, like even today. I need in. a bench press competition with him and Rod. Well, <laughs> I, I, heard, I, I know Brent's kind of like, I'm not, I'm not going to go do that because he, know, he knows he's probably going to get worked. Somebody Rod. asked Rod today if they had worked out together yet, and Rod kind of he laughed, but he said he couldn't, couldn't compete with him anymore. So um, I don't know about that. It's, I mean, I it's Rod, it's Rod Brendamore. Let, let's be a little. I think he's trying to be a little humble. But come on. I agree. I agree. You should hear everybody raving about Brent Burns and his work ethic. Um, Director of Strength and Conditioning, Bill Bernison. I mean, man, he's been working with him for, you know, like six weeks to two months now. And he's he's an absolute monster. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know that's something a lot of people were kind of concerned about, too, is his age. And coming into the uh, it, like this kind of almost young core and just kind of seeing him put in this work and seeing what he's capable of, too. It makes you kind of want to throw that out the window. And it's like exactly. this dude. I, I, I think it's 777 points and Mike might want to have a word about his age. It's like, yeah, no, he just no. he is proving that the phrase at age is just a number. You know, everybody's age, like, age oh, like my goodness, he's 37. He hasn't missed a game in what the last six years. Like, who yes. cares? Something like that. Yeah, he, he's he's aging like fine wine. It's yeah. more, three more years of Brent Burns, like quarterback in PP one. Not going to be upset about that. Sign me up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which was funny because because I know Chip Alexander tweeted out like there was a there was a unit with Burns, Kasha, Aho, Tara Vinen, and Jarvis. Like what like what was that like? Just seeing like that group kind of together, like. Does it kind of, like, I'm all for that because that sounds like a fantastic power play unit together. Yeah. If it comes it, to fruition. I will say it was brief. It was brief right. today. And I think it was just kind of, you know, again, some of it will be trial and error at the start. Right, of course. Um, we'll see a couple different looks. But Kasha, is Kasha to me, was the name that stood out there. But it's also not incredibly surprising. He's a very gifted player on the offensive side of things. Oh, uh, he is. thing is that he just needs to stay healthy. And so – um, for him, and then the second unit today had Coglin as well. So a couple new pieces to the potential power play units. Again, they'll change tomorrow, but right, of course, um, some things that we could see, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know Coglin's got a massive bomb of a one time or two. Because I, I know, say, when, yeah. I know when Vegas had Chicago as their as their affiliate, like you saw a lot of of him in Chicago and the way he would they would always set up to him on the power play, and he would just bomb it from the point because he's got a wicked one timer. That wouldn't be a bad option either because I know they were talking about Jake Gardner. If he was going to be healthy in, in camp, might be that other guy. But if Coglin finds a way to put himself on the roster day one and if they want to see how he does on the power play unit too, wouldn't be upset about that either. So, I mean, it's it's definitely really exciting. Like, it's going to be very interesting. But, like, what – so I know you're going into your year two. Like, what are you kind of looking forward to when it comes to, like, camp – and like opening night and stuff like that. Cause I know you went through season one. What are you kind of like expecting or hoping for, for a season two with the hurricanes? 
Well, I'm curious to see, you know, how these new pieces fit in, right? It's mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. Losing Nino Niederreiter, Vincent Trocek, and Tony D'Angelo, like those were three big pieces of last year's team. Right. Um, but the expectation does not change. Last mm-hmm. This time last year, the team wanted to win a Stanley Cup. Today, the expectation is to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Right, of course. Well, how do the new pieces fit in? Um for the here and now, who wins the roster battles? I think that's incredibly exciting to me because right. no matter how you you know draw, we know essentially what the top six might be like. Um, do Jordan Stahl and Jesper Foss stay together? If so, who's left wing three? Right. And then how does that fourth line shake out? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Those are the things for the here and now that I'm looking forward to seeing. And um, last season was pretty darn magical in the sense of 54 wins and 116 points. So yeah. How do you top that, right? Like right. that's really difficult to top. And yeah. if they don't, you know, how does it transpire? Is it in a way of which, you know, do they get close? Do they get? Do they still hit fifty wins? Do they, you know, break a hundred points, which is looked at as a pretty good, you know, tier to be at? So yeah. all of those things, how they, you know, you can never replicate exactly how things go. But um, I'm curious to see how everything shakes out and everything comes together this season. There's yeah. a big start to top compared to last season too, with what nine 11 wins to start the season too. So there's, it'll be very interesting to kind of see what kind of changes and differs based on that team versus this team that we're looking at today. Totally. And that's a great point to make how special was last season and how much of it had to do with starting the season eight, nine and oh. Like that set the tone on the right foot from day one. And so um, it's a great point. The start of the season absolutely does matter. No, no, definitely for sure. So we know there's like, we talk about all the key additions and stuff like that have new guys coming in, but like, what does it for you, what does it kind of look like for like guys like Ethan Barron, Martin Nietzsche's who kind of had a little bit of a struggle last season and now they're coming into camp and now you got a lot more, potential bodies that could make a case for themselves and kind of shuffle like the forwards and the defensive core. Like what do you, what are you kind of seeing with those guys? Like what, what's the mindset for those two possibly going into a camp that how it is right now? Well, they're both competitive guys, right? They want to prove that they're better than they were last year, or at least what showed up on paper for them last year. Um, you know, it's not these guys. They're very smart individuals. They're not just great hockey players. But it's like you know, oh yeah, a situation like Ethan Bear. He knows you know there's some competition there, right? But he also right. wants to prove that he can belong. Um, and for Martin H, just maybe not so much in terms of worrying about his roster spot. He still figures to be probably a top six, minimum top nine winger. Right. And uh, you know, there was the question at his exit interviews of which he brought up. He wanted to play a little bit of center. Does that mm-hmm. happen? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That remains to be seen throughout camp. But he just wants to prove that he's better than he was last year. And I don't think there's anybody, any doubt for anybody who watches him play on a regular basis that he can be better than he was last year. Now it's just a matter of putting it together and showcasing that he absolutely will. Um, he's got all the speed, all the skill in the world, but for him, does he go to the front of the net more? Um, yeah, right. Or those dirty areas that we know Rod Brindamore loves to see goals scored from. Yeah. So. And something we say on the podcast a lot too is it, like I from watching the Canes as long as we both have, it, especially recently, the Canes are really good at getting those greasy goals. Like there is a lot of skill on the team, but 
we'll seldomly see highlight real goals. Um, and it, like when you talk about like skill and getting it to the back of the net, no matter how it gets back there, a lot of that skill I see come from Martin, Martin HS and it, how, how do you kind of switch that mindset in, you know, using that skill to go for those greasy goals to actually, you know, be the player that he can be and get those goals and produce the way that we know how, or we know he knows how a wanting and a willingness from him. Um, and I think maybe that uh, also in an exit interview, he and Rod both talked about trusting each other a little bit more and maybe that there's stuff that they had to learn about each other yet. So is it something that the coaching staff is able to unlock out of them? Um, only time will tell, right? Like it's easy for us to say like, oh, if Martin H just went to the front of the net more, he'd get Right, more. yeah. Yeah. It's like, Easier said than done, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. Um, the way that he his skill set allows him to play the game, we know where he's dynamic and you know where we think he could add more to his game. But ultimately, at the end of the day, that's for the coaching staff and for the player himself to figure out. So again, something to to keep an eye on here as we progress. That you can start to see those things. You know, if Martin Natchez scores, bangs home a rebound at the top of the crease in preseason, that's great and all. But can he do it over an elongated period of time? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all I can say is it's something to absolutely keep an eye on um, as we progress throughout the course of the season. Oh, no, yeah. definitely for sure. So going back to the prospect term real quick, like I know they had the 5K on that Sunday. Everyone got pancakes, did that, did all that, and got to see the team play. I didn't get pancakes. Where from? You, <laughs> you did all. All right, we, we, need, we need to talk to someone from the Hurricanes. Yeah. Somebody get on that. Come on. Right here. I just see no maple syrup. Someone get Walter's. Someone get Walter's pancakes because that is a travesty. Oh my I, god! All right, well we got we got our first controversy of the season. Walt Ruff did not get his pancakes. Yes, so we, I don't know who. We, we will not let this rest. Man, <laughs> but like, but like, but what was that experience like? Because I know that this was the first like sold out five k in a long time for the Hurricanes to just get to see everyone that's been there and stuff like that. People got to go to the eye. Got to check all the new twenty fifth anniversary gear, like the Rollywood shirts are really nice and all the vintage <laughs> stuff as well. But like, what was that experience like for you going to, you know, going to see the 5K, seeing the guys, you know, on the stage beforehand and going to watch the, too, yeah. watching that too. And like, were you also able to talk to, um, you know, the TV side of things as well? Because I know you're kind of busy with all the writing stuff, but were you able to meet with, up, you know, with like Mike and Shane and Tripp and, and Hannah Yates, our new uh, pre-game, in-game person as well? Like, were you able to talk to them at all too? Or like, what was that day like, like for you? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, I want to give major, major props to everybody in the Hurricanes, both community and marketing departments, because that's a big event. Um, oh, yeah. Right? That's a huge event. And um, I just found out from Lindsay Robertson, who does a great job of running the CR department, that through the 5K, the community is going to, or the foundation is going to be able to give $50,000 back to the community. So that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Deal, right? Yeah. Um, so kudos to them. And I mean, you know, we think it's early for the people who have to get up and, you know, just be there at what time, 8.30 a.m. It's, a, you know, yeah. the people like her and her team who you don't see getting up at, you know, 3 a.m. to make sure oh, they yeah. set up before the people show up. Um, so they all did a really fantastic job with that. And, yeah, a great success. It was nice to have the guys coming. I think that's something that shouldn't be overlooked either, having as many guys come out as they did on what, you know, again, the official start of training camp was yesterday with physicals, headshots, that sort of stuff. Right. You're not obligated 
to show up to the 5K, but they did, and a lot of them did. So I think that's right. volumes about the organization and the culture as well. So you have to give them a ton of credit. Um, lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And to answer the second part of the question, yes, uh, you know, today and in days past, like Mike Maniscalco is always around the office, right? I connect with him pretty frequently for, you know, getting Kane's cast up on the website and things like that. Right. Uh, Trip and Hannah were both at today's practice. I know Hannah's got a lot going on. I don't want to be one of those people who just, you know, overwhelms her at sea. Yeah, yeah right, for sure. You're going to a new city and then you have to meet 3,000 people in three days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, for you sure. You never want to be a person who's like, oh, what's your name again? So, um, yeah, no, totally you know, for sure. Letting her ease into the role, I think she's going to be fantastic. I know we're all really excited to see, um, you know, a lot of great Bally broadcasts again this year. And Oh, 100%. Uh, you know? It's it should be a really fun year. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, li- I actually just finished listening to the latest Canes cast this morning, actually. And obviously, fantastic job as always by just everyone doing that. I'm curious to see if Yahtzee's going to catch on for uh, Hannah Yates' <laughs> nickname because that's that is just a fantastic. It's like it, I like how Shane's like reactions like, oh, there it is. That's good. <laughs> when you know, you know, right? For hey. sure. I'm curious though. Do you have a nickname that they've been using on you as well, or are they still trying to figure that out? Because I'm curious because we've got Shane's got one. We know we got Big Rig. We got Yahtzee probably. Does Walt Ruff got a nickname that hasn't really been out there yet or is that still a work in progress? You know, if I do, it's one that is probably being said behind my back. So at least <laughs> oh, else, I don't think I have one right now. The good news is that Walt is pretty – Walt and Ruff are obviously pretty short. So I think I, I get those and – and that's it. But yeah, to my knowledge, I don't have one, but I can't tell you definitively that I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. For sure. So I have to ask you, so I know we talked about like different food places in, in Raleigh and stuff like that. Has there any, have you any more updates on potential like better barbecue places you've been to or just food in general that you've kind of been able to take time off now with the off season, the off season you had, I know it was busy, but also not so busy. Like any updates on the food situation for you? In the, in the Raleigh area. I, I forget what I told you I liked last time. So that's what I'm trying to rack my brain on. <laughs> yeah, um, I, need to, I need to go back and be like, what did Walt say about I certain <laughs> Well, I, I, I will tell you my favorite spot that I found in the Triangle. Um, it's in Durham. And it's called okay. Farmside Kitchen. It oh. is like, it's like Chipotle, but for salads. Like, go down oh. the line and it's like you know you can pick your spinach arugula romaine spring mix and then right. you pick your protein you pick like carrots right. tomato so i love that sort of stuff um, I gotcha. if i had to give you that's that's my number one right now 
Um, I took a friend, actually, this was since we've talked last. Um, I took a friend to the pit in downtown. Um, course, he enjoyed nice. that. So, you know, there you go. I, there's your, again, I can't give you too much insight on the barbecue stuff. Right. But... Of course. Yeah. Have you, have you tried, have you tried raising canes yet? Cause I know that's a big thing for a lot of people like raising canes and cookout. Have you tried those at least? Or are you still kind I, of like not there yet? I had canes in Texas okay. and, uh, I had, what was the other one? Cookout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had cookout when I was with Norfolk, the ECHL. So oh, okay. both of those okay. all. Okay, um, yeah. I've had bows, obviously. Of course, I mean. Um, I haven't had Biscuitville yet. I don't know anything about Biscuitville. Is it good? Is it worth it? it? I've only been once, but from what I've kind of had the experience, it's all right. It's, it's all right. not yeah. anything to like super rave about. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's all right. I mean, it is what it is. I mean. Mostly, mostly it's Bojangles, of course. It's probably right. one of the things. And, of course, you know, a lot of people like the Raising Canes and stuff like that and cook out a whole bunch of different ones. But I will say my boyfriend, he's an Avs fan, and I'm just – like, I'm proud that he loves something that has the word Canes in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. that's, like, my big claim to fame with him. So yeah, <laughs> whatever that's, that's works, right, you know? <laughs> on Char Grill? Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about that. So they – I grew up in the Clayton area, uh, first 18 years of my life, and they had one off old Highway 42, uh, kind of by the food line over there. Um, and I've had it a few times. It's almost, it almost kind of gives me Five Guys vibes, almost. But just not the price. Just not the price. <laughs> just, just not the price. Yeah. So if their shakes, if... their shakes are fantastic. I okay. Would say. Yeah, if, you if you're looking for you're looking if you're looking for a Five Five Guys esque type of food, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg for it, that's probably the probably the place you want to go probably try okay. i'll keep For that sure. going i will keep yeah, that going definitely so um i know we got the season coming up in a, in a few weeks you know opening night and stuff like that i know you're pretty excited to get back into the swing of things like are you what are you looking forward to most with opening night you know the steam series coming up later in the year you know the road trips like what's like what are you looking forward to this season venue wise events wise and all that stuff going into season two for you man there's a lot there there's a lot i know i i guess you a lot of questions in because we have for a long time so i'm trying to like stack questions i hate doing that to you, but it's like i need to know i need i need to know the, the walt ruff like mindset going into season two <laughs> so here's what i'm i'm really excited about opening night because again last year i got here like two weeks before and i i had so much going on in my life like i still didn't as of opening night last year, I still didn't even have furniture in my apartment. Oh so, my like, just little things like that. You know, opening night last year was great. It was super special, but my mind was in a million different places. Yeah. Oh, for now, sure. fortunately, I've gotten all that settled. So, opening night's going to be awesome. What I really want to do this year is I was amazed. You know, I'd heard about the tailgates and stuff, but I didn't really know about the tailgates. Oh, so, yes, sir. Yes, I'm going to get here early that day and just walk around. Yeah, I might run into you there because I'm actually gonna, I'm taking the day off from work and I'm going to be there for the tailgating as well. So hopefully I might run into you and be like, hey, it's yeah, be prepared yeah. to be offered a lot of free food. Because yeah, basically it, like, all the smokers and grills and people like they li- really turn it into. I can do that. Yeah, I, I so, can that free food. Yes, yeah. So basically, don't worry about eating a big lunch. Eat light, make like what? a light salad if you want to do that, and don't worry about the press food. Because okay. you're gonna be taking you're gonna be taking well care of at the tailgate. Because if they see you walking around, it's like, well, food. Sure. There you, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped for that. I'm really, really pumped for opening night. I think that's gonna be great. 
And then the next morning we get on the plane right away. Uh, when we go oh, yeah. for, I think it's 13 days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's, it's that, it's that circus road trip or whatever. Was it the circus or something coming into town? I know it's like taking up like a huge chunk of time. I don't know. But... I just know about the fair. Maybe that's what. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry about the circus. Yeah. The fair. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. State fair. I'm in uh, South Carolina. I, I forget when the Carolina fair is usually. No, I that's miss the North that, Carolina that state sense. fair so much. They don't do good state fairs out here. So I, I, you know, <laughs> I probably should go to that too. I don't know the dates yet, but I should walk over and see the fair too. I didn't have time to last year. Oh, uh, it's so, it's so cool. Um, I, I will say like, I mean, you know, being in the South fried foods are like a huge thing. So they do a lot of that at the fair, but uh, my personal favorite part, what is it? Dorton arena um, oh. over there where they do a lot of the kind of animal related things and uh, stuff like that. That was always like one of my favorite parts as a kid. Okay. So I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Oh, for sure. Um, but then, yeah, I'm excited. I There were a couple trips or a couple spots. I should say, excuse me, like, on this upcoming road trip, like I saw San Jose last year, I saw Seattle last year, but um, first time to Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver, so that'll be really cool. There you go. Um, definitely excited for that. And then I think, yeah, Stadium Series, I mean, how could you not say it? I'm definitely mm -hmm. excited for once people learn about all the festivities that are going to go into it. I think that's going to be special, um, you know, because it's things like that you have to look at them as it's really just more than just a game, right? It's like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, whether, oh, you for sure. it, whether you're going just to watch, whether you're playing in it. Um, so I think that's going to be really cool. And then of course, not to jinx anything, but the playoffs, right? Like the playoffs were crazy mm -hmm. last year and everybody had yeah. told me like, wait till the playoffs, wait till the playoffs. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's a different beast. Exactly. Yeah, especially, really especially game sevens. Oh <laughs> man, we were talking about loud. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so those were awesome. And I mean, I'm sure there's a couple other things escaping the top of my head. But, you know, exactly when you've got five or six different things to talk about before you even get going that you're excited about, you know, it's going to be a really special year. Oh, 100%. I know, I know for Vancouver, I think they have uh, steam powered like uh, clocks out there like on the main main walk area. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think there's I think some of them are steam power, so you might have to check those out. From what I've heard, they have them there. I just haven't I've never been there. It's one of the areas I want to go check out. Yeah, sure. everybody been to Vancouver raves about it. So I'm yeah. excited to see it. Yeah, because remember I know remember I remember Hannah was talking about she was excited to go see Master Square Garden for the first time. So I know a lot of people are looking a lot of different barns and a lot of different mm -hmm. places to check out. And I, I was also listening to the podcast and I know Shane was trying to figure out his suit game. For the season, I have to ask you, Mr. Walt Ruff, how is how is the suit game been, uh, been going for you this offseason? Have you updated anything yet? Are you still kind of working on it? Because I know Home Ice Advantage really loves the suit game that you brought <laughs> last year and the uh, the Whalers jacket because we did have Colin on the podcast and he brought that up. So I want to ask you, how's that going for you? You got any uh, got any cool stuff coming coming down the pipe for uh, the wardrobe this season? I will say. Nothing crazy at the moment. I have aspirations. Oh, okay. To add, okay. To add something, but it hasn't happened yet. So it might okay. might be like one of those, you know, mid-season or like leading up to the trade deadline acquisitions, if you will. Ah, um, interesting. But we'll see. So we'll we'll always. I don't know how many people picked up on it last year, but I have shoes that I wear every opening night that I've worn dating back to 
my time in the American League. So I'll probably okay. take those out for opening night again this year. They make my ankles bleed like crazy, but I'm I'll probably tradition is tradition. Exactly. All right. Well, then I definitely need to, I definitely need to run into you then for uh, the tailgate for opening night. Then just to check out these fine looking shoes that you're kind of like just <laughs> teasing me right now. So I, we might have to work something out. But I'm well, gonna have to figure out how to make them comfortable enough to wear around the parking lot. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely for sure. Going to be doing a lot of walking, especially checking out the tailgates and stuff like that for sure. But, Walt, this was so much fun. I know you got to get going. You got a lot of stuff to do because I know you went through two different groups of camp today. You know, got a lot more camp company and stuff like that in the regular season. But this was a lot of fun. We, we really appreciate you, Walt, just being yeah. able to come on and talk to us. Again, for part two. Well, me for the first time. But. <laughs> Well, yeah, definitely great. Yeah, yeah, thank you all so much. I appreciate it, Zach. Always a pleasure, Bailey. Nice to oh. finally do this with you. And uh, yeah, keep up the good work, guys. Looking forward to uh, to listening to some more shows in the future. Oh, Absolutely. of course, definitely. We definitely got to figure out a part three at some point this season too. You Absolutely. Know, just try to get Walt on as much as we can because <laughs> why not? But before I actually let you go, though, where can people yep. find you on social media? And of course, read all your amazing work, the mailbags, all that great stuff. Like, where can people find that? And also, you on the socials. First, first place I always tell everybody to go is hurricanes.com. Um, you know, everything you... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner hopefully aspire to find out about the team is there if not that's a problem on me so if you go to the website and you can't find something let me know um you do phenomenal on, sir don't worry you do a great <laughs> job don't have to worry about that on social uh just at walt ruff and you know twitter is my main platform there again trying to keep everybody as informed as possible without annoying everybody and blowing everyone up so we love your content so don't <laughs> we, worry about we that. need we need more content walt you're not blowing us up we need, more, <laughs> we need more content anything hurricanes we're okay with zach don't both. overwhelm the man <laughs> i just I walt does such a great job <laughs> thank you much i appreciate it no of yeah. course no, and if it, like it, like you said you're traveling with the team you find yourself in colorado in november would love to meet up with you in person oh yeah I, I know i'm curious to see i don't have my full travel schedule for the year yet so i'm as eager as you are to see that one uh colorado was great last year though i think ball arena is gorgeous it's oh, yeah it it's 100%. amazing so yeah. definitely let me know if you find yourself there but again thank you so much it was a pleasure meeting you and have a great rest of your day thanks so much guys i appreciate it yeah, yeah. thanks walt bye all right, well, that was Walt Ruff. <laughs> oh, that my was... God. So, Bailey, how are you feeling? 
I I feel like I calmed down a little bit. So kind of got into an element. I, I feel bad for like bombarding him with questions, but that was <laughs> such a great interview. Loved getting like a first person, it, like a bird's eye view of kind of everything going on and something yeah. like inside scoops. It's so cool. He's such a cool guy. Yeah, Walter, great guy. Yeah, you almost got you almost got him to reveal something, but you know, like, <sighs> I but wish for, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for the fact that like he turns the camera around to show us the actual like his shot mm-hmm. of the arena, which I mean we all seen from the photos, but I mean, just a phenomenal job. Like just yeah. to, to see that shot and talk to him again, it was a lot of fun. It's definitely mm-hmm. it's good to have Walt on again. You know, different perspective, see what he's thinking and stuff like that, and like. <laughs> sure to bombard him too many with questions but it's like you don't get the chance to talk to you know someone that close to the team mm-hmm. that much but no yeah. that was definitely a lot of fun but yeah so before we get more into the episode we're actually going to take a quick break right now to talk about our amazing sponsors but once we come back we'll do more of the podcast and even get to our forgotten canes segment of the show we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, Stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Kaniacs as well. So if you go to primoxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off, off your order. And it helps and it lets them know that we sent you there and it helps us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primoxhockey.com. Use SEARCHCAST for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at primoxhockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. Uh, amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off, code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsors at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there, if our fellow Hurricanes fans. You will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, And we also have merch on there as well. Uh, If you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall, winter season, or just a T-shirt to come and rep the amazing SurgeCast, go check them out. You can use code SURGE at checkout for 10% off there as well. 
And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of Belly Up as a whole, and that is Canada Dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days in general, I would definitely say check out Canada Dips. They're a great CBD company um, out of California. And the good thing is it's hemp only, no THC, so you can just take them whenever you can. They're coming in little pouches, about 10 milligrams. 150 milligrams per can, so you get about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains, and like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the Palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the the normal classics like wintergreen and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to CanadaDipsCBD.com and then slash bellyup20, then that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to CanadaDipsCBD.com. Then at checkout, use bellyup20 and you'll get 20% off your order, and it actually helps out the global brand of Belly Up Sports if you go use that discount code of Belly Up 20. I couldn't recommend these guys enough. They're great. They're amazing. So definitely check out Canadips at CanadipsCBD.com or just normalcanadips.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp CBD type stuff. But definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us the podcast and also Belly Up as a whole. So... Without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. I'm I'm still riding high from that <laughs> from yeah. the interview, Bailey. I don't know. It's 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 a lot of fun. Like I said, talking to Walt and then just getting you know an understanding of like how everything's going on with them and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the travel traveling and the media and stuff like that. It's cool that the fact that the media is actually back in the locker rooms, so we're gonna get more. Yeah. Than just one or two guys, we're actually getting a plethora of different players and perspectives. But like, just Brent Burns being here for a couple months and just mm-hmm. amazing everyone, and then just talking to all these different people, and even then, like with Hannah Yates, like that's so cool that the fact that we're going to get you know get to see her go through her first season with the Hurricanes. Like I yeah. said, if, if anyone has not listened to Leia's Kane's cast, please do so. It is phenomenal. Her sense of humor and the fact that like. She's going to fit in really well with this team because even Mike and Shane both said it. Mm-hmm. She's going to fit in phenomenally with this team. And I'm just so excited to have everyone back. We oh, got, yeah. We got Trip back. You know, we mm-hmm. got Mike, Shane, and her. Yeah. Valley, I'm, I'm excited for the Valley Sports stuff. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, it's going to be so cool. That. Yeah. I, I, I personally cannot wait. And it's something, too. I mean, with Walt just being on, like, this is his second season. He's got pretty much a hang of things now. And so it, it's really exciting for him. And I meant to kind of mention this to him too, but it like, it, it'll be really cool to not be bombarded with all the craziness going into the season and actually yeah. being able to enjoy it the way that it's supposed to be enjoyed as, as somebody in his role. Um, and I almost feel kind of bad for Hannah Gates. Cause I hope she's not experiencing all, or she kind of learn or is able to kind of have a more smooth transition because you know chaos is oh yeah i i know from, i know from the i know from the episode she said she was like you know very welcomed by a lot of people which so, is yeah 
Still getting used to all the trees in the triangle. <laughs> There's a lot of trees in the triangle. I had yeah. the same kind of culture shock moving out here, though. So I totally get it. Like living somewhere that had a lot of trees and then moving somewhere that does not until yeah. you go like closer towards the mountains. It, it is. It, it's absolutely a culture shock. So yeah, it's, I get it's definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. me, it's, I've been in like, you know, the triangle and then California and Florida and all a bunch of other mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. You get a lot of different perspectives of how, like how cities are like in areas are made and built mm -hmm. and just figured out and stuff. But some about the triangle with all those trees, it's just mm -hmm. it's so great. But no, it was, yeah, it was so great. It's just, it's so great talking. <laughs> I, I'm like I said, big big wish list people. We still need to get on. We still need to get Mike Mascalco, Shane Willis. You know, trip. We gotta get Hannah Yates on. That would be my phenomenal. big like top of the like tier bucket list item, which. I noticed Jared Ellis, who we had on the podcast, uh, had this at the top of his list too, is John Forsland. John Forsland would be absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. I would be curious to see how that would play out and see how we can get him on, on the podcast. I know see, I've tried it. like finding emails or seeing it. Like, I don't, I don't even know who I would even begin to reach out. You would probably to have and... to. You would probably have to contact Seattle and be like, hey, yeah. so, <laughs> I know he's with you guys right now, but uh, yeah. That was, if, I was, if I was able to figure out Chuck Caton too, that'd be yeah. another, that'd be another huge one to get Chuck Caton on. Of course, even some players, that would be <laughs> phenomenal too. But I mean, yep. overall, like this was it was fun talking to Wallace, and of course, we you know talked to Mitchell a few weeks back. So it's definitely we're starting definitely, to check him off. Yeah, season two <laughs> is a, on a, on a good start. But so I know we were talking about camp with Walt a little bit. It's like, what were your like when you saw the train camp rosters and getting kind of all the news you know, from your perspective, like what kind of stood out to you from the rosters and just the, how we're kind of look going into the actual like day one of camp. Yeah. So I don't, I feel like Walt really put it best. And a lot of people were kind of talking about it on Twitter too, uh, throughout the day today is this is definitely, it is the first day of training camp. So yeah. a lot of what we're seeing is just guys, it, even guys who have been here for a while just kind of relearning the ropes because yeah. like we were kind of talking about this is not the same team that we saw last season so there's a lot of kind of chemistry and kinks to work out as far as how lines may or may not be structured what's going to happen with that five six seven d spot um because it like we are a stacked team right now and to be able oh, to sit have that struggle what well, mm -hmm. like well put it best that's a good problem to have yeah like i'd rather <laughs> have a problem we're having now instead of like was it 12 Three, 30, yeah 12, beginning 13 of, 14 15 where it's like all right who do we have for this roster and You're even like, like even beginning like before free agency we were super worried about who was going to be slaven's offensive d-man partner yeah and it like we were super it like i don't know um i know ethan bear, i know ethan bear was kind of brought up for that and i wouldn't have been upset about that because they did kind of work together and that would have yeah. been an okay top line I would, that was something i wanted to see so bad was a slave bear yeah. uh, pairing but i don't know like that's something that a lot of people were worried about is we had we were missing that what was it right-handed defenseman mm -hmm. or left yep. i forget was it right hand yeah yeah, yeah right hand d yeah because you have like we had two or three <laughs> two right-handed defensemen like we were severely lacking and yeah. to be able to look at the roster now and be like we have way too many is like yeah insane it's definitely me. a good problem to have it's i definitely i think the defense is going to be a big 
thing to watch, mm-hmm. especially with a third D pair and your seventh D man. I think even your fourth line. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I like how Walt said, like, Martin Nietzsche just wants to play a little bit of center. He, like, he could be slated for a top nine. I'm curious for the top nine spot how that's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do with Andre Kasha? Yeah. Kasha is definitely a third line guy. Could you see him play on the fourth line? Yes. But like again, Rod changes around lines so much that it yeah, could be definitely. like maybe he sees some top nine time. Maybe it's not consistent though. Like it would be yeah, like it's, top it's, three or it's top never really five. yeah, it's never yeah, it's never really the same game in a game out. It's just if there's one line that's on like the third line when we had Nino Stall and Faust, they kind of just stayed together because they were on fire for most of the season after mm-hmm. when we got that figured out. So yeah. And I know a few people I've kind of talked to too. Um, and this is a conversation Grant and I have all the time is though like I, I personally really like the versatility that Rod works with, with our team. I really like that people are in players are so interchangeable in and out of lines. And there's not like one line besides last year with uh, Jordo, Nino and Faust. Yeah. You could say, this is our, we know what we're getting out of this line every single time we put them out on the ice because Sometimes Aho, Svetch, and Turbo work. Sometimes better. Sometimes that's the better line. Sometimes the Aho, Jarvis, Turbo line is better. Like it's yeah. like I love that we can play around with that versatility. But I've talked with a lot of people who have said that versatility may be the one hurdle that we have too, which was kind of an interesting point to have. Like that consistency may be that piece that we're missing to get over the hump that we're trying to to get go for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I, like it's good to have versatility, but it's also the bad at the same time you said because you don't want to have too much of it to where it's like you're kind of hindering possible fire lines. Like making could... changes in the middle of games just because you know something's not working. Like you want to know what you're getting out of each and every line every single time. Exactly. You kind of want to have a line. You kind of want to keep lines more so consistent for the most part so that way you're kind of doing something proper with those type of things. So it's definitely going to be – Something to watch for mm-hmm. sure, but so I know the prospect camp. Well, not prospect. The prospect tournament. I know you and me caught a lot of highlights. I think I caught maybe one full game mm-hmm. of that entire thing. Like what stood out for me from the prospect tournament? Like was there certain players? I know there were some plays that stood out, <laughs> but like for you, like from what you saw, just from either watching the games or catching some highlights or just reading up on it, like what kind of caught your attention from um, the prospect tournament? Um, Ponomarev was, I think one of the bigger ones for me, um, personally, just, I just, I don't know. I, this might be just because I didn't get a chance to watch it as much as I would have liked to just with all the busyness in life lately, but I, we have a talented group behind our guys in the NHL. We have like our prospect farm system i i hate calling it a farm system but like our the prospects that we have in our system are insanely talented and i think a lot of people like there there's a lot of talent that i think people would really enjoy watching and that's why i wish like ahl games and uh ohl and stuff like that were more easily accessible to people because it, it's really, really cool to be able to see those prospects grow in their game as well as the game in general and be yeah. able to grow as a player and to be able to see what the future of the franchise looks like. Yeah. Cause I know, like, I mean, we do have HLTV and the CHL does have like their own like 
TV stuff that we could buy for streaming, but it's the quality. I've heard so many bad things about it, though. The, the AHL one is pretty bad. I don't know about the CHL ones. Um, I've heard they're kind of okay too, but be able to watch them will be a lot more fun. Like like Alexander Passion, that was a fantastic lacrosse mm-hmm. goal. That was insane. Bobby Orr put himself out there a lot too. With his yeah, I his heard quality. a lot about him too. Yeah. You're hear, hearing us right. It, there is a Bobby Orr. It's just not yes. the older Bobby. <laughs> it's the newer Bobby Orr. But no, he did really well too. I didn't even see Jamison Reese. Like he was brought up a lot during the broadcast. Like he like stood up for like you see why he was the 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 captain of the prospect tournament because mm-hmm. there's all the stuff that he did. Yeah, was fantastic and just like you saw a lot of stuff that played really well. Like I said, Panamarov. How about um, Hamerla? Just absolutely yeah. stood on his. Like I felt bad for the last two goals because it was just a lot of like a lot of rebounds and a lot of like just bad clearings by the defense. But I think how Hamerla played in Game Three was just absolutely phenomenal. Like I thought he did a great job. Dude's no, going to be a unit. Game two. Yeah, sorry, it was Game Two because Game Three was Monday. But game yeah. two after the five K, he did a phenomenal job. I thought he mm-hmm. played out of his mind. Yeah. Um, for that. I mean, even Blake Murray, two tucks. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Even like the 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 full on the full on wrister to win in an OT, just a phenomenal mm-hmm. shot by him. Like, oh, I think he kind of stood out too for the most I will part. say what was kind of interesting to me, just kind of looking at the teams to kind of getting away from prospect camp a little bit and how that mm-hmm. ties into training camp. The fact that Kachekov is on C two. Whereas Hammerle is on C1. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to say they're probably going to interchange those guys out a lot too. But I think they're kind of, I think they want to have Kachekov kind of getting used to his teammates for the most part. Yeah. We know he's going to be in Chicago. So I guess they don't really want to do a lot of game one, like group one ice time. I think these were just trying to balance out the goalies because, mm-hmm. you know, for three and three and stuff like that. I think because of the fact that how much they saw in Hammerle, I think they kind of were like, okay. Yeah, here's a potential number two, if if he does play in Chicago with uh, Kachekov. If not, you know he might go back to you know the, the CHL. But mm-hmm. I think Hamill I will say plays out of his mind. I think it's kind of interesting how you brought that up too. It's like it's interesting, but I think it's kind of like just given. I, I see why. Time. Like I see why, but I just thought it was interesting. And the interesting yeah. thing is too, just kind of having the training camp roster pulled up too. There's only a ten pound difference between the two but other than that like they are pretty similarly built goalies and so i'm interested to see and hear more about how similar their playing styles might be and if they are interchangeable how does that kind of play out with the different groups oh yeah um, and stuff like that yeah, no, 100%. I think it's definitely going to make things really interesting just for the goalies. Mm-hmm. And then like even the forwards, like cuz you see like you see Jack Jury on the on the C1 line and you see you know Chatfield and all of the you know the PTO guys. Like you can kind of see like even right the is part of like C2. So you kind of like you know who the core guys are and you kind of know who your group two is. Like this and like There's Walt no surprises. Was, yeah. No, even like what Walt said Seth Jarvis was part of C2 last year and just came out of nowhere during camp and preseason. And then, you mean you know, predicted breakout player of the season, Seth Jarvis? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who should have been nominated, who should have been a finalist for the Calder, but that's here or there. <laughs> but, I mean, could there be someone making a case? Possibly. Yeah. But for me, and, like, I'm not trying to say it's it's not an absolute because only cis – uh, work in absolutes, which is also <laughs> also an absolute of, of itself. But 
Hey, a Star Wars nerd, there's no way I'm not using that so reference. Proud. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's an absolute of it itself, and people don't realize that, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's going to be really tough for a C2 guy to break this lineup with mm-hmm. just the PTO guys alone with Stepan coming back and Calvin yeah. Ahan in a PTO spot. You know, you're looking at, I saw even Steven Noison's part of the first group mm-hmm. too, and it's like, oh, that's going to be tough for him too, because you're looking at, you know, you got Kasha, you just brought Statsny in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of names like Max Pacioretty's name was there. Of course, he's not going to be. And I was going to say that's going to be interesting how that plays out once he's back. That that's definitely going to be a future us problem on another podcast <laughs> in about February. Like, yeah. all right, what are the kids going to do? But <laughs> like, this is something we kind of talked about, or I talked about with uh, Brad and Ray on the Storm Cellar too. Is they predicted six months for Patrietti to mm-hmm. come back from his injury? That is fast. For an Achilles um, injury? Well, I was actually talking to my dad about this today because it's different when you're looking at baseball and basketball where you're like using your you have your you have to plant your foot so much. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact you're on skates and you're not having to step as much. You're kind of just like it's gliding moving. motions, it's yeah. Gliding motions, part. yeah. So I think it's a little bit different for the fact that from being him being a hockey player instead mm-hmm. of like these other sports where you have to land on your feet and have that mobility yeah. of stopping and twisting and moving as much. I mean, yeah. you still twist a lot. I mean, you still twist a lot. Move your feet a lot in hockey too, but it's not. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That sudden, constant impact every, like... Yeah. So I but think I, that might be a difference with hockey players compared to regular... But at the yeah. same time, an Achilles tear is an Achilles tear. No exactly. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is, yeah, no, I no, I totally agree with you there. Like, that is definitely... So, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah. this is something we kind of mentioned, too, is Pacioretty's known to be a fast healer. So, if whether six... Like, six months is a fast average to kind of put on it, but maybe that's just kind of knowing his healing abilities and how he kind of... Yeah, takes care yeah. of it that way is it, it, it'll be interesting to see when we actually kind of start talking about that problem. Yeah, it, it definitely will be an interesting thing to talk about once we get closer to that too. And like I said, it's it's definitely because you talk about the other sports where it takes at least a year to get back with hockey. It's like no, it's six months. So it, it could be sooner, it could be later. I guess it all depends. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about with Wall, like Jay Gardner not coming back. I know Rod uh, said that like it's just he's had some setbacks. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that's gonna be another interesting aspect to like what are they gonna do with him when mm-hmm. he's back and available too so yep. that's definitely a donwell dell problem that i'm kind of <laughs> glad i don't have to worry about because that's reason number five thousand one hundred whatever why i'm glad i'm not don waddell yeah essentially <laughs> it's it's 
Luckily, we just get to talk about the Hurricanes and just react to them rather mm-hmm. than trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to set this roster up? I have absolutely no idea. We're fans <laughs> uh, who like to have an opinion. Our opinion doesn't necessarily matter in the grand scheme of things. No, everyone has an opinion, and sometimes we all know how that usually works out. So My dad has a saying a lot. Opinions are like a-holes. Everybody has one. So, Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, pretty common, that's a pretty common misnomer and just phrase of like, yeah. Everyone's yeah. got one. No. Does it matter? Probably not. No. Love but... that we get to have them though. At exactly. Least, on a I... like this, but yeah. But we're less than a week away from train from preseason hockey. We're less than three weeks away from regular season hockey. And the fact that I get to be there for opening night. I'm so jealous. Uh, I know. I'm so. I'm so excited. Like <laughs> you know, have like... to send pictures and take lots of them. Oh, oh, but you believe me. Opening night on the 25th anniversary season, it's gonna happen if. If I'm lucky enough, to, I hope the run to Walt to Walt. That would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, just to be able to do that. I know that there's a tailgating group right now on our group chats and Twitter that I need to talk about. Like, All right, how, what are we doing? How are we going to figure this out? Because be able to go and tailgate that game mm-hmm. is just going to be so much fun. And I'm just excited fun. for the tailgating on uh, for the stadium what is series? it? The stadium series and the fact that it, like we kind of mentioned it in the interview with Walt. They're allowing people on the field. Yeah. For this. Yeah. I'm curious to see how much those tickets are going to go for and like what the activities mm-hmm. are around there as well. But you know, tailgating is going to open like super early. It's going to be like eight, mm-hmm. nine o'clock. It's a 7 p.m. puck drop yep. on Saturday night. Like, bruh. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's going to be absolutely insane. But people I'm are going to be showing up at 8 a.m. So oh, 100%. People are going to be drunk by noon. See, uh, see, for me, I'm gonna be. I'm. It's gonna be a lot of storm brews, but it's gonna be like a period, periodic. Like you gotta pace yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get sloppy drunk for the stadiums here because I want to remember mm-hmm. that game. So it's right. gonna be. A, it's gonna be a lot of just give me some sweet teas and waters for the most mm-hmm. part. Maybe a couple sodas, and then we'll just pace ourselves. Maybe throw. Maybe add in a couple storm brews. Just you know, for well, I had like we've mentioned before. I haven't tried storm brew, so I finally need oh, to try it's... that once I get there. I maybe it, whether I try it on Saturday or Thursday, though, is that question. So, well, I know in the arena it's five dollars, which it's for for a stadium beer. It's worth it. It's mm-hmm. it's worth it. Plus, like the can is kind of dope. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like, like I, I, bought, I get it just for the can alone. Yeah. Oh, like I bought a 12 pack from the Food Lion in, I think it was Cary, and not that expensive. And I kept one of the cans and I kept the box because I told you that like how Tara's gonna like cut the stuff up and like mm-hmm. figure all that stuff out. Like yeah. trying to make coasters or, like a little like framed thing for it because the box is really nice and the can's really cool too. So yeah, obviously I kept one. How can you not keep a Stormbird can for as a right. collector's item because. For us, we're not in we're not in North Carolina. We just can't get a storm brew, mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you kind of have to keep the can just because it's because it's it's nice. It looks it fantastic. So nice. But I mean, for a light beer, it's good. I enjoy. It. I know a lot of people are kind of like, oh, it's mediocre. Oh, it's a light beer. It's whatever. I'm and like, I'm not a beer person, so I don't have many expectations. So it's a nice crisp light crisp light lager, as Mike Maniscalco likes to say. <laughs> and if uh, R and D Brewing, if you're listening, I know I tweeted at you guys, but if you're listening, um, let's let's work something out because you know <laughs> we we wouldn't be upset if we were uh you know sponsored by you guys. So no, not at why all. not? Why not? Please. <laughs> Please, we need some more storm brews in our life. So help this girl try her first storm brew, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So we've talked about a lot about training camp. We did the prospect showcase. You know, we talked to Walt Ruff. 
not a lot of other big news really came out for the Hurricanes other than the fact that Tay was day one at training camp and the, the Rollywood shirt Brent Burns was wearing. I mm-hmm. need that in my yes. life. That thing is. People sent you Etsy links. So. Oh, did they? Oh, I haven't yeah. checked my Twitter in a while. I've. <laughs> yeah, they replied to that post with Etsy links. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Those Etsy links. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was a cool shirt. I'd love to have oh, that. Oh, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> Carolina Pro Shop. <laughs> maybe just go on there or something like that but i know um brian sign from yeah house of jerks gosh i <laughs> i really got about that yeah if yeah he hears this and i fumble his podcast he, i'm not gonna hear because i'm actually sitting with him at the stadium series so i really don't want to mess that up because he's gonna chirp me the entire time <laughs> refund on your ticket here you go Refund on my tickets and my uh, 25th anniversary patches that he's giving me to. Yikes. Yeah. Definitely, definitely want to mess that up. But no, big, you know, I appreciate him you know, being able to hook me up with that and mm-hmm. all that. I'm just so excited. Hopefully it works out for you and Kat because I, yeah. I know you're waiting until October 4th mm-hmm. for that hat, which isn't too long from now either. No, so cross your fingers that it works out. So really we've already well. talked about it too. We've pretty much got almost everything set up. It's just a matter of me sending her the money, which like I said, I'm so grateful to my parents for financing most the trip. My mom bought the plane tickets. My dad's buying, or at least he's giving me, he's paying for most of my ticket, right? which is really, really nice. So all I'll have to kind of worry about for myself is food. And my best friends already said like, we're going grocery shopping together and cooking for you. Don't worry about paying that much. There you go. There you go. I'm I'm debating if I want to go up to the Thursday night game for for Montreal because the fact that we're actually driving up that Friday Mm -hmm. because we're we're getting a hotel Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah. So that way, that way, because that way I'm not driving up Saturday morning three and a half hours and then get into the tailgate and it's already going to be popping off and I'm like, I miss a good part of it. So I'm debating if I want to get up to Raleigh for the Thursday night game, which I am off that day, but it's like, oh, that's tough. Yeah, driving back, being getting back at like two in the morning, then getting up and then driving up to Raleigh Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's definitely a, a debating situation to be able to do that. But just be able to get hotel for a couple nights, mm-hmm. go to the game Saturday and tailgate all day. Yeah, Hopefully, I guess that's the perks for me having friends that still live in the area too. Is that saves me a boarding fee? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But hopefully, in our very cool Stadium Series jerseys. Well, that will that will be rocking at the at the uh, Steam Series game. That'll be a lot of fun. But I'm I'm so excited to get the 25th anniversary jersey. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've talked. I, I have a job, so I can actually save up and pay for it now. There you go. There <laughs> <Yes>. you go. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Got a big girl job, and I'm so yeah. congratulations on your on your you know your adult job. <laughs> I know. I'm very. I I wanted to call it a big girl job when I texted you earlier, and I was like, maybe just call it a big kid job because that's what it is. I mean, um, hey, either but, one works. Hey, I, no judgment here. There, <laughs> yeah, there's no, no judgment on this podcast unless you have bad takes about the hurricanes. I will judge you then. Mm-hmm. But or your or your, or your fandom of certain hockey teams, then we might judge you a little bit. But yeah. no, it's all good. But. but yeah, no, I'm super excited about that. I'm already. I already talked to them too. I was like, hey, letting you know, I'm going to be out of town these days in February. Um, yeah. Thank God I only work Monday through Thursday, so I have Fridays off anyway. So there you go. Um, so fly and fly and Friday. All I have to worry about are Wednesday and Thursday. And she was like, "I've already put it on the calendar. You are good to go." I was like, "Yes." All right, so. this, yeah, this job's already fantastic. So it's mm-hmm. already working out for you. It's like, yeah. By the way, and they're like, 
you're good we got you it's like, <laughs> thanks fam yeah oh my god sorry right. so but... before we finish the podcast i think it's that time i know we've been that kind time. of talking we've been talking kind of you know we've been rambling for the last few minutes but it's just just trying to process the emotions of the fact that hockey's officially back for the most part with mm-hmm. train camp and all that it's like not a lot of huge news, but it's just us. I guess there's us trying to get our thoughts out of like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's finally here. Yep. It's, like I said, even though it's training camp, it's still hockey for the most part. We're done waiting. Mm-hmm. But I think it's that time for everyone's favorite segment right before we leave the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's our Forgotten Canes. And Bailey, who's your Forgotten Canes for season two, episode 13? So I am straying away from my uh, new guys again this week. Interesting. Hmm. So Interesting. my guy was uh, drafted seventh overall by the LA Kings, but did not start his career with the LA Kings. Um, hmm. He spent uh, from 1997 till 2002 in Carolina. We got him from Vancouver. And traded him to Calgary once his time up where with us was done. Um, he his best season was the 2000 2001 season where he had 23 goals, 29 assists, 452 points total. Uh, coming from Shawing, Shawinigan, Quebec, Canada, uh, okay. left wing Martin Jelena. Ah, Martin Jelena, fantastic choice. Ah, so. which, by the way, he did get hosed in Calgary against the uh, Tampa Bay and the uh, <laughs> yikes. But no, Martin Wait. Jelena, wow. Fan- that is a fantastic pick. I'm so proud. I, 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 I've got high praise. I'm happy. I, I, I can respect that. I, can respect, hey, I told Jelena. you I was going I, I'm, I'm going earlier. So I, I'm mixing it up a little bit. I, I kind of had a suspicion of who you were talking about. Hmm. He sounds familiar that you said Martin Jelena. I'm like, oh, yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There we go. There you go. So, who is yours? All right, so my guy, he it's kind of recent-ish, not really. No, I mean, not really. He played for the Hurricanes from the 2006-2007 season to the 2009-2010 season. So I guess relatively new-ish compared to what I usually pick, mm-hmm. I, you would say. Uh, four seasons in Carolina, 213 games played, 43 goals, 60 assists for 103 points. His best season was his first season with the team in 2006-2007 where he got 51 points, uh, 21 goals, 30 assists, was a minus 10 that year. And then after that, he kind of had a massive dip in playing because I think because he played like 58, 41, and 42. Um, But he played 33 in 2009, 2010. So he did have a big drop off after the 06, 07 season, which Mm -hmm. was his age 33 year. So you kind of saw a big dip out of him yeah. Um, in terms of that. But he was – so he was a Vancouver draft pick, fifth round, 124th overall in the 1993 NHL entry draft, if that tells you 
uh, just how long this guy has been playing. He's from Cambridge, Ontario, right wing. He is the one and only Scott Walker. Ooh, okay. Scotty Walker. Yes, I know a lot of people have interesting thoughts about him. He was definitely one of those players that really – he was interesting. He was an interesting player for the most part, but no. Scotty Walker. going to start judging your players again. (laughs) Brad always judges my players. I don't know what he he really wants out of me at this point. It's like – He's calling me Gramps. I'm only 31. Like, <laughs> Brad, you're older than me. Like, what are you talking Technically, about? Technically, yeah, that was both Brad and Ray. So you can't just give that credit to Brad. But I mostly <laughs> talk to Brad because I don't really talk to Ray a whole lot. But Ray, okay, I see you. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry Brad, to sell you out, oh, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ray, you just got thrown under the bus by Bailey. I was just going to just yell Much at love. Brad. But Much love. I was just going to yell at Brad, but now you can blame Bailey for that one. Please don't no. take my episode down off your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love do, you guys but i do talk to brad because i do run a hockey page with him and sir we're gonna have, have some words <laughs> so how dare you yeah but honestly though martin jelena scott walker fantastic picks great great tandem for the episode today oh for sure we, we've been pretty on fire with a lot of these picks. i like last week's where i said martin Furker, and you guys were like oh yeah <laughs> he did play for the kings mm-hmm. for a whole two <laughs> A whole two, mm-hmm. so it still counts. It still counts, but I know we're running at about 5.30. It's kind of getting a little bit late, but I know if everyone's listening to this, we did record on Thursday, so it was day one of camp. Um, it's going to drop on Friday. If you're listening to it now, it's our usual it's – a, it's a day later we usually drop the episode, but, you know. We're preparing for, you for the regular season where drops might get chaotic. <laughs> yeah, it'll, you know, especially with Walt's schedule, you know. <laughs> It's yeah. camp day. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So it's it's one of those things. So, yeah, so regular season, we are going to have to preference this now. Regular season is coming up. We're definitely going to be playing a lot of – it's not going to be the same day every week because it's like with, you know, our jobs, you know, certain games are going to be on certain nights. So it's not going to be a, a certain day. Because I know last year was a lot of Friday recordings drops on Sundays for the most mm-hmm. part because that's when – it was me by myself. When we had guests on and all that with both of us now, you might get it on a Tuesday, you might get it on a Saturday. It all really depends on when the Hurricanes are playing because we're not because I'm going to make sure that we are not recording on a on a game night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not missing any games this year because no. imagine no. us recording after Canes after dark. <laughs> I've seen Canes Twitter after dark, and no one wants that for this podcast. <laughs> no. Well, at least no. on the East Coast, it's not really Kane's After Dark for me. I'm, I guess, I'm, I'm privileged, but I'm sorry. <laughs> you're watching I, the YouTube version. You're, you're seeing my reaction right it's now. Giving me a glare. It's like, oh, look at me. I, I live in the Mountain Time Zone where I get two years. I get a two-hour difference. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I'm it, that it. On the flip side, though, it's going to be kind of rough for me though too because I get off of work at six. And a lot of games are going to be at five o'clock Mountain yep, Time. Yep. So. so I'm going to have to go and rewind and rewatch nights. So nobody spoil anything. I'm staying off of Twitter for those days. So <laughs> no, nobody just, tell just, me anything. Just pull up your just pull up your uh, e or let's say pull ESPN up your hurt that or you can say just pull up your NHL app and just listen to the radio version of the game. That's and, true. And do that or ESPN Plus too if you, if work will allow you to do that. I don't know. I don't even I, like I don't think I'm allowed to have headphones in anyway just cuz we have to be 
interacting with people. So, but hey, yeah. Hey, so, hey, hey, maybe good luck. Maybe you convince your work to throw on. If you guys got TVs in there, just throw on the TV. Like, hey, can we put this is a clinic on? in Colorado. Hey, you never know. You never I know. Would say it, they, they were really kind of like taken aback when I told them I ran a podcast and they were like, oh, that's so cool. If you ever need any help with anything. And I was like, Hmm. <laughs> do pray tell what, what do you mean by this <laughs> <laughs> like can i can i at least have headphones in so i can listen to my boys like yeah we'll, right, we'll, for sure. can, can i preface this to patients like hey i don't know but yeah i'm, I'm not ignoring you i'm just listening to the hurricanes again <laughs> i run a podcast and i got stuff to do show you so. this exercise real quick that i got a bolt that would be bad i'm trying to make a good impression <laughs> yeah for sure but but if you've made it this far, an hour and 20-something minutes in, we really appreciate it. It might be a little bit shorter because of our recording time and we have to do some edits and stuff like that. But if you've made it this far on the actual final cut of the episode, we appreciate y'all. Hope you, everyone enjoyed the Walt Ruff interview you know, discussion talk because I know it's part two. I know a lot of people are excited for this one. But, Bailey, as always, this was fun. This I, was so great. Um, talking talking hurricanes we're oh we're finally there we're finally so there close. i know so it, freaking close i know i can't wait it's gonna be so much fun 25th anniversary season there's a lot to look series. forward to so. yeah we finally get to hang out in person for the first time the game series it's like let's go yeah maybe gotta, record gotta, an in-person podcast might have to bring out my microphones we'll see well we we could figure out probably friday night maybe the day before because i know it's you know we're all going to yeah. try to be there hopefully mm -hmm. maybe get try get cat get in for an in-person oh, interview yeah. too yeah we gotta get us cat whoever else is going to be there just try to get everyone together for the mm -hmm. tailgate because that'll be a lot of fun too oh yeah just be able to do that. talk to brad talk to brian i don't mm -hmm. know we, we definitely get something set up for sure but if we do an in-person one that gets depending on what time you get in friday my no so i'm like i said i'm getting in wednesday oh that's right so. we definitely need to figure out something for friday night then mm -hmm. uh if we're able to if i'm not if i'm not doing something with because right, i know course. there's a bunch of I That's do have a life outside of hockey, unfortunately. Do we, I mean, do, do we really though? Do we really? I'm go. I'm taking this trip solely to go to a hockey game. What do you think? <laughs> but there, there you go. But before we actually go, and I people are like, "Come on, just end the podcast." Midwestern already. goodbye. Someone who's from the Midwest, I'm totally sorry about that. <laughs> Every podcast that I'm on, it, it happens all the time. So just, just blame me. It is what it is. But <laughs> Bailey, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey with two Y's. Uh, hockey, whatever, come talk to me. Love chatting it up with people. Uh, if you're looking for a little more kind of a personal insight on life, uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Sometimes post some hockey stuff, but um, yeah, go check me out over there. Yes, and you can check me out at the one true Zach Ontario. That's only true Zach. Uh, just talk about any type of sports mainly, but it is hockey season. So I did preface this on my Twitter. It's going to be 90% Canes, 10% hockey in general. With There might be a small mix, but that's like a 0.0000, 000 infinity to one mm -hmm. of that. So it's it's that time, Bailey. It's just yep. nothing but hockey and hurricanes. That's so all it's, ready. It's all it's going to be for my, not my Twitter. So <laughs> I'm so ready. If, if you're not there for that, I'm sorry, but. You're missing out. Hey, so hey, you got you got you got to keep the grind going for your, for your mm -hmm. hockey stuff. Uh, if you want to get to know me of just maybe personal stuff, I don't really post a whole lot of personal stuff on my Instagram, but uh, got a new handle 
on my Instagram. It's no more Zach R. Martin 22. It's Kaniac Zach. Oh. So the okay. other Zach from Four for Score is I got your name. <laughs> so there. I finally, got out, Ken- I, got, I finally got Kaniac Zach. I'm trying for my Coming Twitter. for your brand. <laughs> Hey, but you want, there's only one true Zach, and that's this guy. But <laughs> if you want to check out the podcast, go check out the search cast on Twitter. Um, we got the link tree. You can check out where you can find our podcast to listen to and also check out our YouTube, which if you do, and if you're watching us right now, whenever this does drop, thank you for watching our podcast. And so make sure to subscribe, like the video, and click the bell for notifications because for the YouTube algorithm, we have to say that. So please <laughs> do so. <laughs> like subscribe hit the bell all that good stuff because it'll help us out as well if you want to help us out some more please go read the podcast on your so on your podcast platforms if you leave a five stars and you leave us a rate a review we might actually shout you out on the podcast so make sure to do that as well because we definitely want to hit top 100 for podcasts so that'd absolutely be, that would be fantastic so i guess that's pretty much it be like i don't think we have anything yeah. else really to talk about so i mean yeah. No. Hockey's almost back, baby. Get ready. Let's go. <laughs> and until next week for episode 14 of season two of the search cast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we will see you next time here. to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.